Kit, how you doing? Glad to have you here on the Bitcoin Source. Can we start things off by you introducing yourself to the audience? Hi. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me on the Bitcoin Source. Uh, my name is Kit. You guys can find me at Kit underscore stats on Twitter. I work for the Bitcoin Conference and Bitcoin Magazine, um, BGC Inc. Media. I'm so excited to be here today. Great. I'm, I'm super excited to have you on. You know, it's really good to always see women in the Bitcoin ecosystem and to have like, you know, pertinent conversations with them. So the first question that I ask people when they come on the show is, where did they source their Bitcoin knowledge from, whether it be people, courses, or even books? So could you kind of elucidate on, you know, any of those things that kind of inspired you to become a, a Bitcoiner? Yeah, of course. Well, you know, I have to, of course, give a shout out to Bitcoin Magazine. <laughs> we have our website, BitcoinMagazine.com. We've got a lot of great articles on there and guides. So I like to read through those periodically um, to check out what's going on there. Um, also, our YouTube channel as well, too. Of course, we've got either YouTube uh, tutorials or, you know, just live streams from our conferences and other uh, live streams of news that's come out recently. But wow. to go off outside of work and, uh, and yeah. the first thing I read was the Bitcoin standard. I, um, I drove home from Colorado all the way to Virginia and I listened to it in one, one, uh, one sitting and it really hit me hard. So I, I definitely suggest that book, of course. Um, and then that's by safety and Amos. And then Another book that's similar, um, Thank God for Bitcoin, kind of summarizes this topic a little bit more. Um, it's a shorter book. Um, it was written by like seven or eight art authors. And I think it's a really good summary for someone that might not be able to sit down and digest the Bitcoin standard because that's a little bit more um, information dense. And then um, the Bitcoin standard also has a podcast that I like to listen to. Um, I just listened to the episode with Matt Odell on there and that was really great. It was like two and a half hours, um, just packed full of really great information about privacy and like Bitcoin 101 stuff and like inheritance information. So those are some of the um, podcasts as well as Simply Bitcoin. I really love them. Um, they've got a lot of signal on there. They're super Bitcoin maxis. So you never have to worry about the information you're getting off of there. Um, and then I like BTC sessions for tutorials to go through if it's like a new hardware wallet or a new software or a new company, he goes through and explains a lot of that stuff. And then one of the last really fun ones I like to tell people about is, uh, Bitcoin and friends. It's a cartoon on YouTube, um, that has a few seasons on it. Nice. I, I've never heard of Bitcoin and friends, so I'm definitely going to check that out. Like, Preston oh. Pish, like I really like his podcast, but all those podcasts and books that you rambled off are great. And I think that they're a good segue into like my second question, which is how would you concisely explain Bitcoin to a newbie? Yeah. So like I would explain it to them going kind of through my, my journey where like at first I thought it was just like something you invested in and a stock or something like that, but it's, it's its own currency and it's a currency that you can be your own bank with. Um, you can take control over it. And I kind of go into how like, you know, banks can just seize your money. If like you get charged with a crime that you might not have done, they could just take your money. And then who knows if you're going to get it all back or other situations occur. Um, so it's just money that you can hold yourself and you can send instantly across the world for like really low fees or almost no fees almost with like this lightning network. 
Yeah. And you know, what's so interesting about this question, you know, like when you become a Bitcoiner and you get orange pilled and you've kind of been like in the ecosystem for a while, like most people hate asking that question, like, Oh, like what is a newbie? Like, why do we worry about newbies or people that are just getting into the space? But I asked that because I really want to see like everybody's perception of what Bitcoin is. So like for me, Bitcoin is freedom money. It, it's, it levels the playing field for disenfranchised communities, but like Bitcoin represents different things for everybody. So like, it's just cool to see like your perspective on like what you think Bitcoin is. And if you were to encounter a newbie, like how you would kind of like relay that information to them. So I think that that's dope. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's important to get them to understand what it is. There's a lot of exciting things happening in the Bitcoin ecosystem. Um, you know, you've mentioned that you work for Bitcoin magazine and I'm aware that Bitcoin magazine is going to be in Europe this fall. So how excited are you for this conference in Amsterdam? Yeah, I'm really excited that we're branching out. Um, Bitcoin 2022 and was in Miami, Florida and 23 is going to be in Miami, Florida again as well this year. So um, I'm really stoked that we're going to be in uh, Amsterdam in October um, from the 18th to the 20th. Um, it's just cool that like we're spreading out. Like, I feel like that's what a lot of our audience wanted us to do. Um, I think it's important that all countries get access to this money because Bitcoin is for everyone. And I'm excited to see where we're going to go next after Amsterdam as well, too. It's going to be a little bit smaller as we build our audiences and our mailing lists and things in these countries. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm bullish on us, like, just like having conferences all over the world and just like dominating it. So, um, question for you, Kit. I know that your role is like you're big into like the social media aspect and kind of bringing that synergy to Bitcoin Magazine. Because I think that a European audience is like a little different from like an American audience, and the way that they, you know, take in Bitcoin and understand Bitcoin might be different as well. So, like, what are some of the ways that you feel like you'll be a bigger influence to people in Europe that might possibly onboard to Bitcoin Magazine, like during the conference? Well, right. Well, I'm not actually going to be able to go to the Amsterdam one. We're sending just like a small group since we're in the bear market and all that. And it's kind of like a smaller one. But what I do is pretty much like project plan and I help the teams. Um, some, some people might know what a Scrum Master is from like software development. But I'm since we don't do software development, we're a media team uh, or company. Um, I help push a lot of the, the blockers and make sure that we're on schedule for a lot of things. And I help follow up with different people to make um, make sure we're meeting all those deadlines. So for the conference, I'll probably just be making sure that everyone has what they need. I'll probably be helping out with like making sure the live stream is going smoothly, um, kind of being doing stuff like that and pushing things out on uh, on social media, make sure that that team has everything that they need. Um, speaking of like Bitcoin in different places, we just talked about Europe and the conference. Um, I'm, I'm aware that you live in Colorado because I see all your like hiking videos and your like your close bear encounters that you have on the trails. <laughs> so like, what is the scene in Colorado for Bitcoin? Yeah, so there was, uh, there's like three different ones. One of them just closed down. I didn't get to actually go to that one in Fort Collins. There's a FOCO one um, that Bobby Shell was running, but I think he moved, so he had to like and stop doing that one. But there's a beer and Bitcoiners uh, meetup that goes on in Denver, and I've been to like maybe 10 or more of those, um, and we just we kind of meet around these picnic tables and hang out, um, and then... A few weekends ago, we went to a baseball game, which was really cool. That was pretty fun. Um, and then I've gone like hiking. I did my first 14er with uh, three other Bitcoiners, and uh, 14ers are pretty big in Colorado. It's when you like go above 14,000 altitude. Um, it was a 12-hour hike. 
So it's it's pretty fun to get out there and be uh, be active with all the Bitcoiners. Um, but blockchain Blockbane on Twitter runs the Colorado um, one. But yeah, you can download the Meetup app and find them on there. And then there's also BitDevs, but I only went to the inaugural meeting. And then I've been traveling since then. So I have to make my way um, to their next one pretty soon. I'm pretty sure those are on the thir first Thursday of the month. And those are, those are really educational. Um, I always learn a lot. I always feel like I need to go study a whole bunch of stuff. Like I do quite a bit of traveling. And I was just recently in Charlotte for um, Black Bitcoin Billionaires, uh, their first conference. And Charlotte has like a huge Bitcoin scene. Like they have their own meetups. Um, and I was just curious because I've never been to, to Colorado or Denver in particular. So when I do make it out there, like I'm always going to be kind of scouting for like Bitcoin meetups and people in the space that I could probably connect with. So uh, Kit, you're on my list if you're still in uh, Colorado when I do get out there. Awesome. Yeah. Let me know. Yeah. We'll definitely go to some of the Bitcoin meetups and go hiking or something. Um, my last question for you on the Bitcoin source, and this is kind of like a question I've been pitching to people lately because I just want to see their take and their perspective on it. And, you know, my question to you is what country do you believe will be the next country to make Bitcoin legal tender and how will social media help with this adoption? Yeah. So i recently saw that Russia has been picking up a lot of um, interest in accepting Bitcoin and cryptocurrency payments for, uh, oil and other uh, fossil fuels. Of course, their central bank wants to ban it, but the Ministry of Finance um, just introduced a bill and is trying to push it and saying that we're probably going to see within the next year that it's going to get passed. Yep. So my theory on that is basically like people who are buying their oil, um, like Germany, Italy, and the Netherlands. I was just reading that like 61% of the fossil fuels come from like the EU. And so... I also, also on Twitter, which is a great source of information, that Germany, if you hold Bitcoin for a year, there's no capital gains tax on it. So I'm pretty bullish on Germany picking it up and a lot of people pushing it there, especially with, with like learning those little pieces of information. Um, but you never know. Like I had never heard of El Salvador or the Central African Republic. So it could be this random country that we don't even know what the country looks like and we have to go Google it. <laughs> So, but that's kind of what, that's where I'm thinking. I think that the oil and fuel is going to push a lot of people to start using different currencies um, to be able to acquire it. Yeah. I think in the more developed countries, they're going to be leaning towards more like the SEC and like more clear cut regulation. And I think that the countries that are further away from the money printer will be more like incentivized to onboard Bitcoin, like places like Nigeria, um, you know, Ghana, you have like some places in Europe that are like, you know, they're kind of like poorer countries that might utilize Bitcoin, you know, more than like Germany, but Germany would make sense as well too, because they just have a really sound, um, you know, take on economics and they really understand the fundamentals of like how to make money and how to make money work. So I could definitely see like Germany, like you said, you know, at some point really like onboarding Bitcoin. And if they're incentivizing their citizens to hold it over the long term or hodl, that just to me makes perfect sense. Right. Yeah. I would love to see just like 
you know, 50 different countries come out <laughs> in one, in one year. That'd be great. Yeah. That'd be super dope. Um, so Kit, mm-hmm. this, this, this episode has been dope. I really had fun. Um, last words for you. Uh, could you get people to, you know, reach out and, you know, give out your social media handles, any future projects that you have going, uh, please let the audience know that. Yeah, definitely. So, um, as I mentioned, you can follow me on Twitter at Kit underscore sats, um, visit our website for the conference at b.tc slash conference. Um, you can use the discount code Bitcoin10 um, for 10% off either passes for the Amsterdam conference or Bitcoin 2023. And um, yeah, thanks so much for having me on. This is a lot of fun. Thanks, Kate. Once again, thank you for taking time out to be on the Bitcoin source. Have a good one. Thanks, you too. Bye.